0: All right, everyone, welcome to the second episode of the PHU Dynasty podcast, a little bit different format this time. We're bringing you a video podcast and with a special guest um, alongside my normal co-host Sean O'Shea, James Sifu, the CEO General Manager of the Los Angeles Lambs. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing great. i happy to be here and well, you know, let's get into it soon.
0: Okay, so we got a good episode for you guys here today. It's just going to be the first team review. Um, and the, it's always the anticipated uh, Alex Morales, uh, London Silly Nannies team review. So that's, that's what we have on the docket for today. Um, but first, we wanted to quickly mention um, that we're deeply saddened to hear the news of the passing of uh, Vincent Jackson, former Bucks wide receiver and dynasty great for a lot of, a lot of years. Um, my sp- most specific memory with that um, is him in Malcolm Floyd, and I think Legadu Nene in a slot.
1: Was a great, yeah. Great that receiver
0: was a, a, quite a trio of receivers, and I always love Vincent Jackson because he was—he just fits my prototype. He was—he <laughs> was always that big body, bring down the 50-50 balls. I don't really care about separation. I—I I loved him. Uh, do you guys have any specific memories of him on your teams or anything like that?
1: I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I had him in this in this dynasty league. Like I think Christian and I back in the the Christian days from Christian, yeah, back in the Houston Hootenanny days of Christian Singer. Houston Sanger, yeah. I'm pretty sure Christian and I made a trade with like Vincent Jackson, Ryan Matthews, Mike Williams, just just a bunch of asses. Ryan yeah,
0: Ryan Matthews. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, God. that was my but, uh, that was my former love affair. Um yes. yeah, he, he let me down every single year, basically for seven years straight. I feel like. Um, and we're also going to quickly mention to the passing of our friend and, uh, somebody that we played a lot of football with back in the day, uh, Grant Lipshaw. Um, I know he was somebody in our circle of friends that we always hung out with and somebody that we really liked and was probably the, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Honestly, I don't feel like he could have heard a fly that guy. He, he was an unbelievable person. And I know that we are pretty sad about this. So we've, we wanted to mention it and uh, guys, do you have anything else to expand on that?
2: I mean, we all grew up in the same neighborhood, so we all knew everybody pretty well. I mean, as we moved like farther apart, it's a little harder to say like connected with everybody. So when you get news like that, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. So, but I mean, Grant was one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. I mean, just like everybody had a good thing to say about him.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sad about that. That one definitely uh, took me by shock a little bit. I was very surprised to hear that yesterday. So, rest in peace, and uh, hopefully he's looking down and seeing us do this yeah. podcast and being like, "Hey, the football's still going on. Everybody's still, still. having a good time." So,
1: I just have one thing to share on on Grant. Like, just like a uh, two two like specific memories pop up that are just you know. I just wanted to share. Like, I remember one of the first times I ever played uh the game rock band for whatever reason was at grant's oh, house geez. sean sean you were there i don't know it was like some yep. it was just some random fun time where we're like <laughs> we spend like an entire afternoon at grant's house just just rocking and he's he's just he's just funny like i said he's just he was just a genuinely funny guy like you just make anything funny and then some random quote i remember from him that, that he, he he would say was like um i play for keeps dog you know, I play for keeps and I just, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> two two, just good things I wanted to share there. But
0: yeah, I, I remember him saying that. I think we were playing at Westlake Village Park. He said that like after he scored a touchdown or something yeah, like that. Yeah, He's like, I play for keeps. I remember yeah, that.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get started here on the episode um, and we're going to dive right into Alex Morales, the London Silly Nannies, the the most polarizing team in the league for better or for worse he's just he's just something else so we have a lot to talk about so <laughs> let's dive into his his 2020 season guys what did uh what did we make of the season i know we didn't expect a whole lot but you know i feel like there was there was some sort of rift throughout the season with james because of some bets some things <laughs> like that what what do we got going on here
1: i'm gonna let james start with you <laughs> yeah well you know obviously alex and i have uh you know, developed a little rivalry here as he took shots at me all last offseason. But in the end, he he did get the last laugh. So you know, I'm a man of honor, so I have to acknowledge that. Um, but yeah, his, you know his 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 team this year just you know he he was he was tanking again. So like, it, it was easy to take shots at everyone else for him, right? So like, I mean, if yeah
2: if he wasn't posting memes and talking shit, like I think everybody would have forgot that he had a team in the league. Anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah. So. It's, it's, you know, it's like that kid crying for attention. Right. in, in a way, <laughs> so just trying to like get it. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say one nice thing, you know, it, it was, it, it was impressive that he was like, I think it was like two and two early in the year. But when, you know, bye weeks and injuries start taking their toll, like he had no chance to like stay in the race, um, but yeah. you know, he, he had his fun in the sun with like, I think at one point he was in the playoff picture and uh that was his peak. But now yeah. this is this is his season, the off season, right? King of the off season. That's his favorite time. So
0: I mean, he's he's certainly plays mm-hmm. for the off season and like you said, I think he believe I believe he started 2 and 2, I was owned 4. <laughs> and, then, and then I win the league and then he's dead last. Yeah. So it's just like completely shows the 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 craziness of the Dynasty Football League. So <laughs> Uh, yeah, his, I didn't expect anything from his team this year. I was honestly, if he, I was pretty amazed that he won two or games, to be honest with you. I mean, like if you look at his, his overall roster, I, I just couldn't even imagine the way he'd win four or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. So I, I don't expect a whole lot from him next year. Um, but we'll kind of get that to that at the end of the podcast. Um, so let's, uh, do you want to quickly, Sean, I know you kind of came up with some some notes on his draft from this past year. Um, we can kind of do a little review sure. of his, his of his draft from 2020 because um, he had a shitload of picks. And we there were some controversial picks. There were some trades. There was all kinds of shit going on. So uh, maybe you want to start running it down.
2: I mean, sure. So he had, let's see, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He had nine draft picks in this last draft.
0: He could fill a third of his roster with that.
2: Honestly, <laughs> so he started at one five with Jerry Judy. Um, that is one pick before J.K. Dobbins got picked. Which, I mean, right off the bat, <laughs> so, it's not I looking don't, too good. No, see,
1: I I, mm-hmm. I actually thought he 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 got decent value on judy there like you know he, he was saying he was going to take him 1-1 for the longest time but i think I the value know. was I, good um, yeah. obviously but we're but Dob- dobbins in- looks better at right now I, I, I would agree with that Though
2: i mean i feel like landing spot is everything with rookies <laughs> it's true landing well, he, spot he, is important very but important
0: over the long haul i do feel like talent takes a, a lot of that into you have to take more talent to equation over the you know five year haul. And for Alex, it has absolutely no bearing on his season, you know, for this year or next year, because we all know he's not winning. So it's he's really playing the fucking long game. Like this is this is the long game. So I I feel like Judy at the time was the better pick because you know of course a receiver is going to last longer than a running back. And he was the number one, you know, receiver in that draft for a long time. Like people really liked yeah. him. So um, maybe go to the next one, Sean, see what we got yeah. next.
2: Yeah. So one seven uh, Deandre Swift, which that looks fine. pretty,
1: be, pretty good. Great value. Pretty, I thought too on that. Rough.
2: Once again, it's going to be a rough couple of years with uh, everything that's going on in Detroit right now, but
1: <laughs> Dan bite their heads off or what, bite their necks off Campbell. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh... I do think it's interesting on, on Swift too. Cause he, I think he's a a great running back, but I always wonder how great running backs do on really bad teams, because there's only so many carries they can get when their game scripts are behind all the time. So That's I true. mean, even if he's that talented, I I don't know how much of a help he's really going to be in this year, or next year. So
2: new coaching staff, you have no idea. I mean, you no can clue. Yes, as to what, they, run, what kind yeah. of running game they're going to throw out, but
1: they're going to want to run the ball though, for sure. Cause, cause I think, cause then they get Anthony Lynn as their OC and he like, loves to run and not win games. So
2: that is, <laughs> true. they're going to be very good at that.
1: Yeah. So, but
0: Then I think I did see they were going to try to use him like tomorrow, which would be like, you know, phenomenal. Well, so his, his
1: receiving career didn't get off to the best start when he uh, was a was week one. He like dropped the game winning touchdown. I think.
0: Oh, I remember that because yeah, I was, remember I was giving out shit early. for that. Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Um keep running down that list, Sean. Let's go All a little right. quicker. So
2: I think we start to get into controversy uh here. <laughs> so he went one nine and one ten back to back with Denzel Mims and T. Higgins, and at two one, the very next pick, Justin Jefferson.
0: Yeah, that's that's tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's tough. Yep. And that's and that's oh, pretty no, much no. what I've come to expect from Alex in Dynasty is mm-hmm. is just you know, taking, I, I do appreciate, I will say, I'll preface all this by saying, I appreciate that he takes his guys, but there are some times where, you know, your guy might not be the right value for your pick. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you kind of have to play a little bit of wait and see. And every year I have a hard time with that because there's always these guys I want. And then I don't really think I should be taking them that early. And Alex just does it so you know he's
1: he's certainly bold you know that's that's the that's a, the, the least we could say yeah
0: um, um let's just quickly roll through his second round picks
2: yeah he just said one brian edwards um oh brian edwards um, we'll, we'll get to that on the on the team yeah. review Yeah, we'll, um, we'll get it. and then but, i would say the um, rest of those are if you and, want to just list them off unexciting. yeah anthony mcfarland antonio gandy golden his favorite guy in the world you know hey, benjamin, benjamin and michael p ryan
1: you know benjamin oh, yeah. oh
0: you know i can't wait to get the Eno benjamin i'm yeah. gonna be yeah. very excited about that
2: p,
1: yeah p ryan showed something at the end but yeah you, it's,
2: if yeah. you get any carries out of a fourth round running back yeah know.
1: exactly.
0: the fourth round is the fourth round so yeah exactly all right so that was a pretty good review of kind of just what his draft picks were last year um so let's go ahead and get started and you know we're gonna just start off with a bang right at the top of his roster the quarterbacks oh yes we're gonna blow it up on screen with this fancy graphic oh, yeah. oh my, god. my eyes
1: my eyes oh my god thank god the graphic's good
0: because that is bad
1: <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, th-
0: this what is like this is just not good um I can't I can't find any way to say that this this excites me. <laughs> I just don't think there's anything of any real dynasty value other than maybe like Drew Lock
2: because I I mean so just for the stats both both of his startable quarterbacks last year missed some time but um they finished I think Daniel Jones was 23rd and Drew Lock was 22nd total oh yeah
0: that's, 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 that's starting it. starting qb3s basically yeah it's just pretty much i mean that's a great way to ensure you tank i mean for, it really I is. Mean, it is i can't it's argue with that Um old
2: strategy <laughs> i mean
0: th- i mean i'm probably just jumping ahead a little bit in my own head here but you know like is this a year like alex takes a first round quarterback with all these picks like i mean
1: i, I feel mean, like I... he almost
0: has to how do, how do you get better like <laughs>
1: I mean if if he doesn't take Lawrence, then he's gotta take two of the other guys, right? Cause like there may be four or five or even like six, you know, first first round quarterbacks, second round quarterbacks. Like he's gotta take two of those if he doesn't take Lawrence. Just cause Jones and, and Drew Locke, like I like I think if both of them flop again this year, I think they're done as starters. And, and, and I think Jimmy all G three too. of those could yeah, be three, really. next year. I mean, yeah,
2: it's not I don't think it's like a mystery that Shanahan does not like Garoppolo, right?
1: <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, they're they're actually they trying just to bench him
0: for no reason. Like he was healthy yeah. and they were benching him. So like I don't so, know. Yeah. I he, I don't you just
1: can't stay healthy. That guy. Like you can't trust you can't trust him.
0: Just, no, I you know. I pretty much throw Garoppolo like like he doesn't even exist on this list in my head. And then mm-hmm. like I like Daniel Jones somewhat. I think there's something there. I just don't think it's gonna be like anything fantasy relevant. I I feel like he's like a a Derek Carr type of asset in dynasty i don't think there's any sort of and that might be his cap honestly um
2: I mean, he's the quarterback out of the three that'll like pop off and have like a qb one week but i mean his his valleys are
1: pretty awful they're they're pretty bad yeah yeah i mean well, the Giants. Dimes. Giants had said the worst offense well like points wise i think last year and that you know that's Daniel Jones is a big part of that. You know, but Danny Dimes. He's Danny turnovers. I'm so I, I hate that fucking nickname, Danny <laughs> fucking Dimes. <laughs> Danny, like, and he fucking he, like leads, t- I think he leads league in fumbles since he's been in. Or that's all he does.
0: I just can't fumble. get that that trip as he was running. Yeah, yeah I, oh, I just like that's. I mean, that's like Mark Sanchez buck fumble esque. Like that's just it's trajectory. pretty bad. Honestly, Mark like, Sanchez is a great career trajectory for trajectory for him. Like honestly, you yes. know, start for like four or five years, <laughs> get your chance
2: championship. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, but it yeah. was it was
1: that Jets defense yeah. running game. Yeah, it was it was more in spite of you know it was it was a very Blake Bortles uh, oh, no. like, Jesus Blake Bortles. Yeah,
0: like I forgot about that guy. Well, it was, it was yeah good job, actually, that's pretty. Yeah. Yes, could be worse. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, the career arc would be similar. Um, I think Drew Locke has the most upside of any of these guys. Clearly, I think they the that, most weapons. I mean he's got the most weapons and then Sutton was hurt last year. Mm-hmm. Um I I think you know another he's year. He's got in the guy offense. Judy, you know. I mean Judy a pair. second year, yeah. But yeah. the old the uh, old stack combo there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big Drew Lock Jerry Judy stack. That's what is, you're uh, looking for. Is, is Melvin yeah. Gordon still there next year? Or is he on a... he's got one more year uh in yeah. in Denver and I, I like that. I, I think Lindsay's a free agent though. I can't
2: recall. Yeah. He'll probably resign him. He's I from feel like, Yeah,
0: I feel yeah, like he's, he's just going to be a nice cheap re-sign for them. Mm-hmm. Um but um, they mean, have they talent like, on that offense. Like yeah. Fant's
2: good. Um, They've got Albert O who yeah, started to play well and then got hurt last year.
0: So I mean yeah. if if he doesn't put it up this year, I I think he's never
2: going to get another starting job. I mean, yeah, I, I'd be shocked. I think Elway gets a little impatient with guys. They are. So, they are
1: there, 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 was a rumor too about that, like they want Deshaun Watson if he become, becomes available. I mean, I mean who doesn't? I mean, they should, right? Sure, yeah, who half doesn't? the
0: but, league should. I mean, but.
1: right? But like, you know, the, the Broncos. I, I saw like a PFT article where like the Broncos were called out. Now it could have just been clickbait, but I don't. know. There might be something there.
0: All right, so I'm going to ask each of you, what do you give this quarterback room a grade wise A, B, C, D, F? I'm going F. I don't think there's any way you can. You can't say this is anything other than an F. Yeah. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll go D just because Daniel Jones and Drew Locke, like we could look like assholes if one of them had a great year, but I, I don't see it, but I mean, they're, they're both at least young enough that like, maybe they turn it around, but no, I mean, just because he has
2: three quarterbacks, he can play the matchup game all year. So D yeah.
0: Yeah. The only reason I gave him an F honestly is just because none of them were over a QB 20. Like they're, yeah, that's 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 true. They're all terrible. So that's I mean, yes, they he could match up play and get some QB fifteen type weeks, but like, I mean, I don't think you can win anything in our league unless you have at least QB one play. Like you have to you know get somewhere in eight, nine, seven, something like that. Because I think Tom Brady this year was QB eight, and that was enough to get me in. So like, if,
2: I mean, there was there was a point this year where I think Ryan Fitzpatrick was a free agent.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, in our league, yeah. QB1, even even in our league, I, but, I think Alex had him at some point too, and like that was one of his wins because Fitzpatrick had a big game. Uh, yeah,
0: that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. all right, now we're gonna move over to argue. I mean, all these are so bad, but this, this is, is an F. This is a
2: flat
0: out. F. <laughs> we're gonna move right
1: over here. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh my god, Anthony
0: McFarland. Who
1: the fuck is um, Jason Huntley? I like, I like, I know a lot of people, <laughs> I don't know who that is.
0: I, he was on his uh his ir slot i, I almost didn't include him because he's so irrelevant but he was in there so i had to put him in um i mean so clearly deandre swift we were just talking about him a little bit he's mm-hmm. he's the pretty obvious you know rb1 of this team and our dynasty i i mean i think he's a probably rb1 in dynasty too moving forward like as a as a whole because he's so young first of all i think he's only 20 he's gonna be 21 this year which is super young for a rookie and then on top of that he's super talented so uh, i think there's great upside for swift um but when as soon as you get to rv2 it's like it's it's backups it's literally backups like i don't know what else to say (laughs) wayne
1: Gallman was a starter at the end of the year
0: hey but (laughs) you know Hey, shut up! Because <laughs> Saquon Barkley is going to yeah. come back next year, oh, yeah. be healthy Heard for again. one
1: year. I mean,
0: what <laughs> it's not going to happen. So Barkley's going to get hurt week five. Calling it right now. Um, so Anthony McFarlane, I mean, I think he's a complete wash. He should be cut next year. I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think he's has any talent to begin with. That sorry, Alex. I don't like him at all. And then I'm, I'm ninety
2: percent of running backs die now.
0: I, it could be. And I I'd be shocked if Pittsburgh didn't take a running back in this draft, you know, relatively yeah. high, cuz Benny Snell was fucking trash. Yeah. I mean, and then McFarland literally if he can't beat out Benny Snell, you know, what what are you Problem. doing like? Yeah, like so exactly. I think is basically just toast at this point.
2: The, they lost um they've, their offensive line has gone pretty downhill, hasn't Yeah. They? they
0: don't have yeah. any tackles, I don't think anymore. Yeah. I think they got DeCastro in the middle, but I think both their tackles are trash. So,
1: and uh, Pouncy retired. Oh, Pouncey. And Pouncy retired. I
0: forgot about that too. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a rough offensive line. I don't. I don't really want much of that running game at this point this year. So, McFarland, not a big fan. Tony Pollard, though, I like Tony Pollard. I'm a fan. I'm a fan yeah. of him as a as a player. Don't <laughs> see a ton of opportunity as long as Zeke is there, though.
1: I mean, he outplayed Zeke for stretches last year. So definitely you
2: know, he's going to get touches. It's going yeah. to be like the Zeke show again. It's going to be no. like 65, 35,
1: probably. probably.
0: That would, that would so. be fine. I, I could see that for sure. And I think Pollard just, I mean, you, a receiver. yeah, when you're looking at the eye test though, I mean, Pollard's got more juice. Like, I mean, it's yeah, pretty probably. obvious to see that. And, you know, Zeke, unfortunately didn't have a great year last year, but at the same time, like, was he, was it a, you know, a product of Dak being injured? you know, all that kind of stuff. So it, there's, there's potential for Pollard to, you know, at least be like a, a flex bi-week kind of guy, you know, just yeah. in the short term. And if, you know, Zeke goes down for a prolonged period of time next year, he could be an RB two Probably. I mean,
1: he could definitely. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think
0: I, I, in that offense, he could be an RB two in my opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that's what Alex is banking on injuries. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> And then LaMichael P. Ryan, you know, like you said earlier, Sean, fourth round pick, you know, he so got something out of him.
2: Yeah. you a shot in the dark. <laughs>
0: I, I like LaMichael P. Ryan as a late round sleeper kind of, yep. you know, this past year, I, I thought like in the fourth round, that would have been something to work, look at because the the Jets running back room was pretty trash to begin with. I mean, if you, I didn't believe in Le'Veon Bell this year, so it worked out kind of exactly how I thought it was. So I like that.
2: It, the real question is, is he the best Pirine to ever play in the NFL? I,
0: he is because no. I
2: Samage. can tell
0: you from firsthand experience taking him 2-1 that Samaje Ryan was not good. And <laughs> I was hoping for a Carlos Hyde-like career out of him, <laughs> and I got nothing. <laughs> so that was one of my <laughs> biggest giraffe busts I can remember. And every time I see LaMichael's name, it just gives me flashbacks <laughs> and PTSD, and I hate it. So... I kind of hope he gets cut too, and I never have to see him again. Um, Wayne Gallman, literally to me, he's just a free agent pickup handcuff. Hand I don't see any dynasty value there. Uh, I'm just going to pass right by him. Eno fucking Benjamin. You know what? Was this a third round pick, Sean, for him? Yes. Eno Benjamin. I believe at the time they also had Kenyon Drake and uh, who's the Fordham? Oh, uh- yes so both those guys on the roster he spends a third round pick on eno benjamin who played at oklahoma state i believe and oklahoma state or arizona state one or the other like neither of them have ever had any good running backs in the nfl that i can remember like in the recent history like i don't i just never liked that pick to begin with so i i don't see any chance of him panning out to anything and then Jason Huntley, James. You want to talk about Jason Huntley? Since you know <laughs> so much about him,
1: I, like I pride myself on knowing a lot of random ass scrubs in all sports. I this one, I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna need a, a quick Google sh- search right now. Football running back. Jason. It's Huntley. probably gonna give you some like country singer. Are you you
0: know, it's mm-hmm. gonna be like Jason
2: Huntley. He's on the Huntley. Eagles.
1: Sean, come on. He's oh, on I, know. I was waiting oh. for you. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: <bro>. You <laughs> so know. Okay. Bro. All right. All right. Okay. I'm waiting for his next country album. Two carries for five yards against Washington in the season finale. That's pretty good.
0: You that's know, that's a two carries is a big game, you know. Any, anyway, um,
1: so I mean,
0: Sean kind of said at the beginning, is is this an F for a position group?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Can yeah, I get a I, D minus just because he has Swift?
1: Yeah, I, I mean we're split. We're splitting hairs here. But yeah, I, I was going to go either D minus or F, but I mean, there's.
2: These running backs, if if you need to make cuts on like your own teams, how many of these running backs stay on your roster?
0: I'm I'm keeping Pollard and P Ryan, that's it.
2: And
1: Swift. Yeah. Yep. Right? I, I had Wayne Gallman and dropped him during the year, and that's how much I thought of him.
2: I I, mean, I yeah. he was my he was one of my last cuts, I think. The, yeah, yeah.
1: So all, all all the waiver wire fodder eventually makes mm-hmm. its way through Alex's team at some point. <laughs>
2: And that was me two years ago. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's we're true. Making moves.
0: <laughs> yeah, but look at you. You know, you're, you're out here in the championship games. Alex is still piss poor at the bottom of the league. Sneaking into the finals, no problem. <laughs> Just take what you can get. All right, we're going over to the next position group here. Gonna get a little better, right? It's a little, well, yeah. You know, there's at least something more interesting to look at. We'll get all those uh, things. things. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a decent amount of... You know, upside, obviously, because yeah. all these players are young because literally he, these were all picks from last year, it seems like. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Just starting at the top, T. Higgins. Um, I'm not going to bash this one because I really like T. Higgins coming out. I, wa- I would loved him as an early second round pick in Dynasty last year, and I was kind of like secretly hoping somehow he'd make it to my pick. Um, obviously, that didn't happen, but T. Higgins is a big dude. He's kind of like an AJ Green light, in my opinion. He's got that same kind of body type, same vibe, same go up and get it kind of mentality. I think I think he's he could be a wide receiver, you know, maybe high end two one, you know, in in the pretty near future.
2: I mean, up until Burrow got hurt, he was like the vertical threat on the team. Yeah, AJ Green got sent to the slot for the most part, just playing the middle of the field, but he like he was making plays. Consistently before Burrow got hurt.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought Higgins had a lot of upside, and I, th- I thought he did play well in the stretches he had available to him yesterday. So, or not yesterday, jeez, <laughs> uh, last season <laughs> I saw I saw Anthony walk by and yeah. he threw me off.
1: Um, like yesterday, just yeah. like I, yesterday. <laughs> T Higgins, I thought was honestly one. I thought it was one of his best picks of the draft. Like it was a guy coming in that I wasn't like super high on, but yeah, he he performed well with the Bengals, and I think they're going to let AJ Green walk. So. Higgins probably slides into that spot, and, and and with Burrow coming back, there's no reason that you know that T Higgins can't be in the wide receiver two mix. Maybe not this year, you know, maybe more low end, but in the does, future.
2: He... Does that mean Auden
1: Tate finally gets to play football?
0: <laughs> dude, I like Auden Tate. Don't yeah. tell yeah.
1: <laughs> me I'm Tate. a fan.
0: I'm a fan. He's basically just like a big dude that can't run routes. That just he's gosh, there was a guy he just a like him. Everybody. Do you remember that guy? He was a tight end on uh, on Detroit. I think his name was Fourier. Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. Joe Fourier or something like that. Dude. All he did was just catch touchdowns for one yard, and then he fizzled <laughs> out. That was like all he did. But for that like little run, everybody's like, "Oh shit, Joe Fourier, pick him up!"
1: Should I pick him up? Snake, snake a touchdown.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what Auden Tate was to me. Um, yeah, I think Higgins looks good, and I think honestly the only thing that might screw his stock, if you will, is if they take you know if the Bengals get crazy and take like Kyle Pitts at five, because if they did that. You know, that would probably sap away a little bit of his touchdown potential, but I think they'd
1: be pretty stupid to do that,
2: you know, with all the needs they have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they need linemen like (laughs) Bengals. So obviously, Um, yeah.
2: I think Higgins turns into a value like towards the end of this next year coming up because I don't, when is Burrow coming back?
0: I mean, it doesn't even seem from what I can tell that Burrow's coming
2: back in the next, he's going to go on the pup. I'm assuming, right?
1: Yeah. He's yeah. He, he'll, he'll be hard pressed. I think to, to start week one,
2: I don't, why would you even do that to him?
0: No, I, I, you have to preserve him at this point. Cause he's, he's your entire future. And he played really good last year too. I thought he played oh, awesome for a rookie. Good. Um, got the shit kicked out of him last year. <laughs> very true. We kind of talked on Jerry Judy a little bit at the start. Um, so I, I think we could probably pass on him. Let's go right to, right to Mims. Um so Denzel Mims kinda you know, he he started off pretty rough. I mean, obviously the Jets are not a great fantasy spot at all right now. And Anthony just came up and pointed to James's face on the screen. So I'm just gonna am <laughs> just gonna shout out Anthony real quick. Anthony. Anthony, you gonna join the dynasty league? <laughs> you want all the Bucks players? You want Tyler Johnson? Anthony loves Tyler Johnson. Oh, oh yeah little scotty miller um anyway getting back to danny danny Den, mims i'm calling him mimsy mimsy um, Mimzy. um I, <laughs> yeah, boss. <What's> up? <laughs> yeah boss what's up not catching touchdowns that's what's up um <laughs> i think he is a guy i really like coming out of college i just don't know what that offense is going to look like next year if it's darnold again or if it's like somebody like deshaun watson like it could go a lot of different ways but he's still super raw so what do you guys think about mims
2: um correct me if i'm wrong he was didn't he started the year hurt right he missed like yeah yeah i don't think he played at least the first four yeah i always reserve judgment on rookies that don't even start the year healthy it's kind of a rough go to begin but and then i mean the jets i reserve judgment until they get like just a real offense
1: Uh, like when he played he was fine like he was semi-producing he made a couple good catches but this was the one that's like kind of representative of like a lot of the shit that i you know put on alex's team right like taking Mm -hmm. mims when he could have should have taken jefferson like we all saw jefferson just destroy you know Justin jefferson that is destroy in college the year before and he went to a solid organization and team the vikings and what does alex do he takes mims on the jets before like it's just it's things like that that like Set your team back. I, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, his outlook. I mean, imagine if he had DeAndre Swift, T. Higgins, Justin Jefferson. That looks yeah, I mean, that's, pretty damn
1: yeah, good. I mean, yeah, it's easy for us to do this in hindsight, but like, yeah, I, it is. Yeah, but <laughs> it I don't really
2: is. Know. welcome <laughs> to the podcast, James. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> this is all about
0: the podcast, man. We got to go back and tell you what you did wrong, what you did right. Yeah. Your voice I mean, is
2: officially louder than everybody else's. So we are more powerful. <laughs> oh, and
0: I, yeah. I, I think. I think that that's going to come back to bite him long-term. Obviously we already know that already did, but like, I think when you look like five years down the line, like Mims uh, could be a guy that fizzles out into, you know, obscurity and, and Jefferson could literally be an elite receiver still. And what a huge swing that could be for a franchise in dynasty. We all know how important young receivers are. Yeah. Um, Speaking of mm. shitty young receivers, Henry Ruggs. <laughs> Holy shit! I hate Henry Ruggs. I can't even <sighs> begin to tell you how much I hate this guy. I wanted no part of him coming out. He's the just that Al Davis, just you know, he's gonna bust immediately kind of guys. I don't like him.
1: I mean, yeah, he Alex traded a first this year to Dustin to get Ruggs, and this one in his very home because you know I remember Vince had Vince had a bet with with Alex around rugs and Vince has a very nice rug now in his place. Rugs for <laughs> rugs. It was, a, it was a great time. But, rugs for rugs, rugs for rugs, but it's just rugs <laughs> and Brian Edwards. You know, like I think like we can talk about these guys in the same breath. And even, geez, the next one on the list, but Cole Hardman, like they're all, I mean, Cole Hardman is like, is a similar to Henry rugs. Like just these speed receivers who just, they don't do much else. Like I don't, you know, like rugs, when um, when Rugs and Judy were there, I thought Ruggs was clearly the fourth best receiver on that Alabama team. Both Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle were better, I thought, than Rugs, and the, and the numbers no, backed sure. it. Up, and the numbers backed it up. Like I just didn't understand. Like that was the, those moves in tandem, Rugs and Edwards. I just, I just, I didn't understand.
0: Yeah, Rugs, to me, he was always just a, a straight line burner, and he didn't really put up any numbers in college up until his his senior season there. I I just I, I just don't like him. I just don't, like to me he's like a John Ross. He's like one of those just one trick ponies and and those don't really work out long term in the NFL. I I mean they they have their moments but I mean he might be a guy just based on speed alone that sticks around, you know, for you know, 4 or 5 years and then fizzles out as nothing. And that's like not what I want to spend a first round pick on whatsoever. No.
2: Imagine imagine spending so much draft capital on receivers and then Nelson Aguilar being your best wide receiver. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And then Uh, now I guess
0: now the talk is they're trying to go after Juju. Like, I mean, if if they get Juju, they still like Aguilar, you know, and they have Darren Waller, like rugs and Edwards are literally going to be the fourth and fifth options at that point. Like it's going to, it's going to be a rough sled. And I don't think either of those players are going to return the fantasy value that Alex is thinking they are. I don't, I don't see it happening.
2: I don't I don't think you ever get first round value back for rogues. No. And and that...
0: I'm gonna quickly mention Edwards too, because I really, really love Brian Edwards. I, I do pro- too. I really and I, he might he might still pan out into you know something more than what it kind of looks like right now. I just thought he had all of the traits that I really like out of a receiver. He was he's super young, came out early. Um I I think he has a lot more potential than Ruggs does, so I think that's great. And I will also mention that Alex made a terrible decision earlier in this offseason, uh, this past offseason, I should say. I tried to offer him Brandon Ayuk for Brian or for Brian Edwards straight up, and he declined it. Yeah,
2: so yeah, that you l- took, took Iuke right after him in the draft, that's exactly I mean, right, Sean. I mean, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so tell me
0: which making one you have right now, <laughs> making the
1: same mistake twice, classic.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I like Edwards. I hope he pans out, but he's not even a guy I'm trying to buy right now. I mean, like I would mm-hmm. never, I would never go back to that same value I had as of right now. So, um, Nicole Hardman guys. I don't even like that's an Alex special right there. What was he 1.4 for that? draft? I,
1: I, I think. Yeah. I remember this one because it was, the, it was the draft where I, I took Marquise Brown after it. And Alex was desperately trying to trade out of the spot because he wanted it. Cause I, we all knew he wanted to take Hardman, but he, but he didn't want to look like a fool taking him. I was like, no, Alex, I'm going to let you take Nicole Hardman here. <laughs> and then I took Marquise Brown, and then Dan made us both look like assholes and took D- DK Metcalf. So, it <laughs> that happen- that happens.
0: Imagine but, taking Mecole Hardman two picks yeah, ahead of I DK mean, Metcalf.
1: That, that was when we thought Tyreek Hill was was going to be banned forever. Eric. Yep. But, um, I'm going
0: to eat my crow on that one.
1: Yeah. But still, <laughs> yeah. it's just you know, Hard- Hardman's a guy that he, you know, he he's gonna be nothing more than just, you know, sort of a a guy who randomly spikes on, you know, on the Chiefs. It, it's kind of like like I, I have Marquez Valdez Scantling, and I've never started him in the correct week. That's kind of like what Hardman is. You just guys like that don't they don't hold matchups. It's just you you never know when they actually go off. It's just, it, maddening. Player stone.
2: I mean, in his defense, MVS doesn't know when he's gonna pop off either. It's. <laughs>
1: That what well, yeah. That's that's fair. It doesn't yeah. Know. It doesn't know.
0: Those guys are just what I consider to be best ball players. Like those are just mm-hmm. you know, you just
1: have just to go hope. for the suck out. Which, yeah, I mean, Alex, you know, Alex loves chasing the suck out. So But those
0: guys know. are like I love them as like my wide receiver three in like DraftKings or something, just in case they yeah. blow up. Those are the that's kind true. of guys. But not I they're not dynasty mm-hmm. assets for me. I really don't want them. So um, i mean
2: on a on a team that has obviously you have Tyree Kill, you've Watkins who's hurt all year. Outside of that, he can't get on the field. He only had two games above a thirty percent snap count this year.
1: Wow! That's, that's, I didn't, that's that's
2: pretty, that's, look at Sean dropping stats into that's, this that's podcast. A, I love that.
1: That is a good one. I like that. That's
2: what I'm here for. That's my <laughs> contribution. I'm gonna go.
0: And then, uh, so I don't really want to spend too much time Oof. on a bunch hey, of these guys. About- so why not? Um, why not everybody kind of just pick one of these remaining players to talk about real quick? I'm gonna I, start. I'll, uh, oh, sorry about that. I'll I'll talk about uh, Gandy Golden real quick. Um, he's another guy I, I actually really liked coming out. I thought he was a, more of a project than any other of the guys that we've talked about. So this kind of, and I know he was hurt for most of this year. So I don't think he could pass a whole lot of judgment for him um, or on him, I should say. And then if, you know, the the Redskins don't really add in too much on, in terms of receiver talent, which I don't know how they go into the next season again without doing that. Um, he's going to have to battle for a wide receiver two spot on a team that basically doesn't have a quarterback right now. So I, I don't know how much faith I have in him panning out into anything over the next couple of years, but I really liked his talent. So it, there, it wouldn't shock me if he was a guy that ended up working out at some point. One of y'all.
2: Um, I mean, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about his actual number one receiver this year. In the final standings, Tim Patrick. Timmy, <laughs> that is that is Alex's guy. For better, Alex or loves Tim Patrick. sometimes they separate. Sometimes they have to let each other go, but they always come back. <laughs> they always come back. <laughs> they always come back.
0: Oh my God! I, that's, I, all I got.
1: Yeah, that's, that's all you. Got. <laughs>
0: Every time I give him shit for, for liking or starting Tim Patrick, he always ends up like putting up like 15, 16 points. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It just always frustrates me. But that's that's probably the most consistent player on his team
1: that I can think of, sad, honestly. Sad but true facts.
2: I was not yeah. lying. He finished, out of all of his wide receivers, he was the highest scorer this year.
1: Wow. <laughs> I would have guessed T. Higgins, but damn. that's That's an interesting one. Yeah, I, I mean the guy that I would touch on would would probably be Alan Lazard. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's he's got some value, but I, I'm pretty sure he, he he had a a pretty bad drop in the NFC title game against Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. Um, you know, so I feel like the Packers are going to replace him at some point. But he, he's at least a guy that I think will hang around in the in the league. You know, he he runs decent routes. He's usually has good hands, but
0: he's huge yeah. too.
1: He's six, huge. Uh, he he's good enough that I think he'll stay on fantasy ro. He'll st- on a fantasy roster for a while, but that's about the nicest thing I can say about Lizard.
2: He's gonna have like probably one of the biggest value swings this off season, depending on whether they sign. I think that's another team that's linked to
1: Juju. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. I mean, I mean, but you know, the Packers they, they have to they, sign someone.
2: If they something. pull a Packers and don't sign any offensive weapons again, then his value stays at top what 30 something receiver
0: yeah i mean he's he's definitely like i think he's like a flex wide receiver 3 kind of guy at mm-hmm. that point like he's he's not going to win you any weeks probably but you know he'll get his you know maybe one touchdown every four games kind of guy like that's i don't i mean for alex's team that's like a wide receiver 2 so you yeah. know
2: i mean but if they go if they go out and sign some replacement level wide receiver i think john brown's a free agent just as an example mm-hmm. like i think he just completely drops off and is not even rosterable at that point yeah so that's a fair point
0: yeah yeah, i right. could see
2: that too there's
0: i think a lot of people too are not really thinking about the free agency receivers this year like there's, yes there's there's there are you know your chris godwin's and alan robinson's and all and kenny galladay's but then there's also like a lot of these mid-tier receivers that end up bouncing around every year that kind of fly under the radar. So like, I would be shocked if they didn't sign somebody in that tier, at least, mm-hmm. I mean, if they don't get Galladay or whatever, if, if I'd be shocked if they didn't pick up like a John Brown or somebody like that, like you said, um, I guess we can move forward to tight ends here. Um, let's pull that up. Oh, wait, wait, grades. the oh, grades. Oh, we got a Hold on, We, we got to go back to grade. Got to go back. All right, James, give me your grade.
1: I'll, I'll go with a solid C just because there's, there's potential here, um, but if eh, C, yeah, it you know guys like Higgins, Judy, Mims, are you know are holds at least, and then I don't know, yeah, I'll stick with a C. Sean,
0: what you think?
2: Uh, C plus. I like it. There, there's a lot of youth. One of these guys is gonna is gonna hit or break out one of these years. So I mean, it's just it's just the math of it somebody's gonna
0: hit yeah i mean i i think i'll just give it a c because i i think even if you know two of them hit let's say like judy and higgins hit we fill so many spots in our league you know with the flex spots like receivers are to me what you you have a lot of depth that to fill your bye weeks and stuff like that and i think two is not going to be enough i think no. He's he's going to need to hit on draft picks this year, and I I don't think for that reason I can give it any more than a C just based on upside. So,
2: and for those reasons, I'm out. And <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out.
0: <laughs> All right, now we can move over to tight ends, a group that isn't such an eyesore. At least, mm-hmm. um I yeah. I think this is pretty good. I I Mark Andrews is I think a very solid starting tight end. I don't think anything's can anybody's going to have anything no. bad to say there, right?
1: No, he's he... nope. Probably the third or fourth tight end off the board after you know Kelsey and Kittle. A little worried
2: say. about draft. It's, I mean, kind of drops the ball a lot. I think
0: I the know. only thing I worry about with Andrews is he's very touchdown dependent. Like there's yeah. this, there's games where he yeah. Doesn't he get, just yeah. falls yeah. off and gets twelve yards as opposed to somebody a little more solid that might get you a little more yardage to make up for his dud games. But I mean, other than that, I mean, he's a solid starting tight end. I I can't shit on this one no. too much
2: so so we'll, we'll go i want to go back to the comment before all these free agent wide receivers what if alan robinson signs with the ravens what does that do to andrews
0: i mean if they get any big body receiver that's more of a red zone target like a galladay uh honestly even even like a Godwin, honestly, like, I mean, obviously, I don't think Godwin's leaving Tampa, but I'm just saying it's hypothetically. If they get any big by receiver, somebody's that's over 6'2", something like that, I think you have to have a reduction in touchdowns for for Andrews. And I think at that yeah. point, mm-hmm. where where does he end up? Because I'm, I can't remember how many yards he had on, off the top of my head, but I can't imagine it's many. He seems like a 600-yard cap kind of guy to me. Um,
2: as, as the guy that had Lamar Jackson On my dynasty team, I can assure you that there were not a lot of
1: yards to go around. (laughs) No. Yeah. I mean, passing is not his thing.
0: It would be interesting to see what would happen if if they did get a big name, you know, wide receiver recruit. And I don't know what their cap space looks like either. But who knows if that's even a possibility?
2: Um, They're one of the teams that's so good at moving around money that they'll probably figure it out. They're going to sign somebody, and that's going to be like the most value-added receiver. Um, for agency just that's they do that every year mm-hmm. though
0: yeah every single year like i think it was they signed john brown before the bills did and that was like mm-hmm. that was a nice little value signing for them and i, I before that it was like anquan bolden was like a good value that year like they, they just do it every year it feels like so, a marvin jones i feel football. like the ravens are the scavelli of football they just find the value they take the value
1: it's a good one and yeah. then they
0: walk away that's what they do <laughs> every time even at running back like Mark Ingram, they didn't spend a ton of money on him. He was towards the end of his career. Like they, they got yeah. a couple of good years out of him. He walked. They always find good value in the draft. Um they take that every year. I think Vince and I always talk about this. We, like the Ravens always just find a way to pick anybody who's falling. Just like whatever guy's like, Oh, how's this guy still on the board? And then the Ravens pick, Oh, there he goes. <laughs> like it's just every just,
1: time. Just like Scavelli. Yep. <laughs> That's a good comparison. It's perfect.
0: Um, Janu Smith is a free agent at tight end, I believe. That could yes. be an interesting one.
1: Yeah, if he goes somewhere, you know, like with a better pa- passing offense, you know, or we're passing is more of the focus. You know, Titans, it's more about Derrick Henry. Like if he goes to more open offense, yeah, I I can see Johnathan Smith having having even more value, but he he's gotten hurt a lot, so I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was a young uh, rookie too. I think he was 20 when he came out, so he's probably only like 25. It's pretty damn low for okay. you know a free, first contract free agent tight end. So and he's super athletic and can actually block a little bit. He's kind of like a mini Delaney Walker. So I could,
2: I mean, he's great in the red zone.
0: He's, he made plays this year too. He had a stretch, I think where he was like the third best tight end or something for a while. Like he was, I mean, I think he got hurt and then that was it for that. But um, he's a solid player Uh, Comet. He was a rookie last year. Didn't really do much in the first half of the year, but kind of turned it on a little bit towards the end. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect mm-hmm. anything from tight ends until year two or three, anyway. So, I I think it's too early to say anything about him. But he's a good upside player. Uh, Disley, everybody loves him. Will Disley, mm-hmm. who doesn't like Will Disley? I mean, the dude, he's got that Bill Wood mentality. You know, he just goes <laughs> out there, country strong. You know, stacking them hay bales. I, I think Will Disley is a nice guy to have on your team just just to hold it together in case everything else falls apart. But He's never going to be a big time guy. Um, Blake Jarwin, though, I think that's a sneaky
1: one. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was a shame he got hurt early because he, he was somebody who had, had had some some upside, I thought.
0: Yeah, I thought he had upside. And then now that uh, Schultz kind of had a nice little year for the Cowboys, too. You know, I don't know how much of his that's upside yeah. is still going to be there because Schultz did play so well. Um, and then Albert, oh, I, I don't. I don't see any value there right now with Locke and the fact that fans in front of him. Uh, I don't. There's
2: just a lot of, a lot of pieces.
0: Yeah, I... yeah. I think he's just a nice hold. Like you know, if you're trying to find a stash. So who knows if he's even on the team? But with Alex's mm-hmm. team, he's that's a rosterable player. So, um, and then we're gonna move a little bit forward here into 2021 rookie draft talk. What do you agree right with, Oh, sorry, I did it again. Um. <laughs> I think this is a B. I think it's a B. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think there's 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 some upside, but I don't see any elite upside on this team. So I, I think I'll just keep it with a B. Would agree, James?
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna maybe go B plus because you know, like there's young guys like you know Komet and Alberto, but yeah, you know what? I, you know that's the the, that's the one thing Alex ha, has done well is he finds tight ends. So I'll give him a. Uh, B plus for it because I don't know.
0: You know, I was kind of thinking it's, it's as far as getting to B to B plus. James, Sean, do you think that Mark Andrews is a top five dynasty tight
2: end?
1: I I do. Yeah, I, I think. Are you counting? I think there's some there.
2: Drafted players yet? Uh.
0: Well, no.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I, yeah. I think I know where you're going with that, but
2: yes, for about two more months. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> As <laughs> of I'll... right now, yeah. <laughs> is he
0: a top five dynasty tight end?
2: Yeah, I'd probably put him at five. So
0: then, like, that's I mean, technically, that is like a borderline elite dynasty tight end, like, we're right sure. there, and then he has upside yeah. throughout the rest of his roster. So, like, I i might even put up my to a B just because yeah. who else has that kind of asset? Like, there's not many tight end assets like that. So,
2: I mean, it's stroke. Kelsey, it's Kittle. Kelsey Kittle
0: one, two for sure.
2: Waller, Waller I mean, three, one hundred percent. Yeah, who would be fourth after that? Who am I blatantly forgetting? Um, mm.
0: It kind of that's no, where the buck starts to me.
1: It really was because like uh like T.J. Hawkinson was like number four in in like points, but that's just because I think he like stayed the the healthiest. So There's a lot of guys that got hurt. And yeah, he got I a think.
0: ton of catches last year. Yeah, I I mean I would like rather have Hawkinson than than Andrews I'd put him at four really that's just me yeah
2: I mean he keeps progressing
0: yeah I mean he's I think he's only gonna continue to get better and I don't know if we've seen the best from Mark Andrews like that might have been it and then who knows where it goes from here like you said adding a receiver that's big might cap that talent so who knows we'll have to look into the future but I I give it a, a B or a B plus one of those two that's Sean did we get your grade
2: yeah, I, I
0: agree. B, he's fair. All right. We're going to the draft picks now. Alex's favorite portion of this mm-hmm. show, his favorite segment. <laughs> so he's got picks. What a shocker. He always does. Four um, four of he's got 1-1 one, one yeah, again. Four of the top 11. Yeah,
1: Down. Four of the top 11. He didn't, he didn't
2: have 1-1 one, one last year. He traded it away. Like one, well, one,
0: he, one, he secured one. the 1-1 one, one position. <laughs> we'll put it that way. <laughs> <Good night>. <laughs> <laughs> <Good night. laughs> but good that's not the Um, one, one, I mean, it's going to be an interesting one, one for him because I think there's not really a consensus one, one. I think there's chase. I think there's Harris. I think there's, you know, obviously I I wouldn't take a quarterback in our league, but the quarterback, you know, you never know. If you want to get ass crazy, throw Lawrence in there.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, does Lawrence make it to two one?
1: No, not a chance. You think Lawrence goes in the first round for sure? I I think so. I think Alex should take him 1-5, but, but I know he won't.
0: I think there's there's two teams that really need a quarterback in our league. I think it's the two we're going to talk about today is Justin and, and Alex. And That's I think right. both of them have – I, th- I want to say they have five or six of the top 11. So, like, how does one of them not happen? Like, Yeah. I just feel like – I mean, I, I could be completely wrong, and they yeah. just and, keep and taking think-
1: people – Dustin has three firsts, and he loves quarterbacks. So he does always, love quarterbacks. Gruden's, Dustin, Q. Gruden's Qs. Gruden's so I won't, I'd watch out. He won't yeah.
0: trade me one, so, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. he does love his quarterback. You're going to need to give up two first-round picks for that, Eric. I probably yeah. will in a team that has minimal quarterback value. yeah. <laughs> um, so 1-1, I mean, to me, what he should do is take a running back. I mean, assuming yeah. that the situation is right, you know, like let's say uh, Harris goes to the Bills, or I don't, maybe the Dolphins. Yeah, like a team that needs a running back. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how you, I don't know how you don't take him there with giving the rest of his depth chart at running back. You guys feel the same way?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But when has he ever gone with like the logical pick? <laughs> well, I remember he told me a
0: few like... a few months ago. He said, "Lock in Chase." And that was a few months ago.
1: I mean, so. you know, we didn't see Chase play at all this year. I mean, nope. I, I assume he, 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 sta- he's still working out and all this stuff, but I don't know. We'll see.
0: I mean, my gut would say he's still good, but at the same oh, time.
1: He, I'm, I'm not but like, you know, who's to say he doesn't show up, you know, out of shape, out of game shape? It takes him half a season to get going. And here we are. And then in fast forward a year, we'll, we'll be talking about Alex's pick 1 1 again. Like, uh, you know,
0: listen to this hypothetical alex has 1-1 one, one, and 1-5 one, let's say at 1-1 one, one, he takes harris his top two running backs now become deandre swift and Najee harris that looks pretty good and yeah. then he 1-5 he takes trevor lawrence now he's got trevor lawrence deandre swift Najee harris and a decent grouping of receivers to work with and then he still has 1-9 and 1 and 2-1 and mark andrews that's yeah. not that bad it's really <laughs> that's not like, that's a contending team. Like he fight his way through some, you know, yeah. shitty,
1: yeah, no, shitty yeah, weeks for there. So. And and I I wanted to mention this before. I uh, want you know we've been shitting on Alex a lot, obviously as well. But I wanted to give some props too. As I'm also a defensive guy, I liked his pickup of the Washington defense during the year. Just wanted to point that out. Wow, Their so
0: defense talk
1: here. Yeah, there. look, so hey, I'm I'm a, I'm a believer in defense. Do we get some defense liquor too? No, 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 that's, well, that's decent. But I, I just want to say that just because, you know, Chase, nah, Chase Young's beast, these other guys. Yeah. But, like, Depends yeah, Eric, if, if he took, if, if he did what you laid out there, like, he could potentially be in the muck. If, you know, if, if both of them hit hard, I just, I, I don't see him doing that. So.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't matter is will Alex do what he think he will do? And usually the answer to that is no. So. <laughs> I think we just have to roll along as if he's going to do something off the wall and you right. know, three first round picks. They could, he could literally do anything.
2: I, mean, I just feel like as soon as he sets his mind to something, that's just what he's going <laughs> to do. And he just won't flex.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you said chase two months ago, you, could, you might as well just lock in chase one, one. Yeah. And then yeah. one five, who the fuck knows? But I don't know. I think there's going to have a lot more draft talk in, in future episodes. Oh, yeah. um, but that's kind of what we think about Alex's team right now. Um, hopefully Alex didn't get too upset with us shitting on his team or, you know, the the delay in his podcast <laughs> frequency. Um, and we're going to do another one uh, right after this for, Erica, for Justin's team. Forgetting
2: a special segment.
0: Are we forgetting a segment? Is it a meme related this time? <laughs> Cause I remember <laughs> we forgot the no, meme yeah. Lord last time.
2: No, this is the uh, James and Eric, Live reacts to all of Alex's trades in 2020. Oh shit! How oh, did I oh, forget God. this? We <laughs> oh,
0: before the show we were talking about this and and I told him not to release these trades because I wanted to react to them live on the on the show.
2: So hey, here we are. Are you guys ready? We're gonna, we're gonna, hold, I, I gotta sit more. back in my seat here. <laughs> That's what I live for. I'm I'm gonna write it and we'll do it live. All right. So okay. March 5th, 10:22 p.m. Alex Morales trades. 2020, pick 1-8, 2021, third rounder, 2022, third rounder, 2022, fourth rounder, 2020, pick 2-9, receives Drew Locke, pick 1-5 in 2020, 2021, fourth round pick. He that traded with Drew Lock. He, he did get
1: one, <laughs> <laughs> he 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 got one five out of that, but yeah, uh, of that.
2: he
0: got one five. <laughs> but okay, so like let's say he takes Trevor Lawrence at one five, just just
1: hypothetically,
2: he's got one, one five turned into Jerry Judy. He had one eight.
1: Well, you know he had to get the stack, the you know the Drew Lock you're juicy back. stack.
2: I mean, had if you get didn't
0: get that, you're never gonna win a championship. So
1: okay, <laughs> that's got, pretty we, good.
2: We got six more guys. Buckle in. Shit.
0: Oh, God. make sure you keep telling me the timestamp stamp on these because i want to know what i want to like think about what he would be doing during that time stamp like i was thinking like 10 22 he just got home from bowling or something
2: you know all right april 23rd 11 06 a.m a.m probably on his lunch break Rowing lunch break <laughs> alex receives a 2021 first rounder 2021 second rounder 2021 first rounder 2021 second rounder and a 2024 fourth rounder he sends away Stefan Diggs Ugh. Jordan Howard and George Kittle wait
0: all yeah. those in one trade
2: yeah Was that?
0: oh I thought there were separate trades yeah. holy
2: fuck Skibaly.
0: that's classic <laughs> Um, how many firsts were in there again
2: he got a 2021 first rounder which is Adams which first is one rounder, five and Scavelli, no. 2021 first rounder.
1: So only only two firsts for Kittle and, and two Diggs. firsts
2: and one of them is for one Diggs and
1: yeah. yeah, that's he that
2: got he got two second rounders as well.
0: No, uh, I don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't, it, I, I mean, dude. Those are two of the best players at their position. Kittle was his
1: guy, and
2: he the Diggs, the Diggs just, breakout really but they, yeah, really crushed that. I think the value kind of. Yeah, I maybe mean, it just sold at the wrong time. <laughs> like <laughs> to the moon. All right. Next one, April 25th, 211 p.m. post lunch break. Alex Moreau. This is like was this right before or after the draft? 25th? Probably before? Did, during the draft? Ooh, I traded with him. What did I do? What did you do, Sean? This had
1: to what be your you? your trade up, your trade up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, pick one one. So he, uh,
0: he traded out of one one. <laughs> Trading out of one one after tanking.
2: So Alex Reeves pick one seven one ten four two in my first rounder, which ends up being pick one nine. Thank you. You yeah, hate, my, to, see yeah, hate to see that. Yeah, hate to see that, Sean. I don't think he was expecting that. Um, and I got the pick one one. Clatro, or Jonathan. All right, Jonathan Taylor, Tom, either one. <laughs>
0: that's that's an interesting trade. I mean. He, I don't know. Cause like, I like Clyde, but like, how much value is Clyde worth? Was he worth that return? Do you think?
2: I think I'm going to find out. Not, I'm going to find out this year. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I think
0: this is, this is, this is a huge, huge year for him. Like, if, if right. I mean, rookie year, mm-hmm. I, I never try to get too high or low on a rookie season, but I mean, he's got a, he's got a really, impress me this year i think
2: it's going to be interesting if they trust him on pass protection just because they've their offensive line is not going to be healthy going into this year either i mean they're going to be down fisher all year that was achilles right yep yeah he's screwed so we'll see if he's in third down value not in third down I mean, we'll
0: see. It'll be interesting. All right, keep rolling through as we're almost at the hour mark, so we can we can cap off this episode. All
2: right, June 22nd, 1 p.m. Alex trades for Henry Ruggs, Craig <laughs> uh...
1: Kareem Hunt. Oh my god.
2: Already I mean, it's 20, terrible. Already it's oh don't worry. <laughs> 2023 third rounder and a 2021 first round
1: pick. Uh-oh! That's so bad. Oh I, I I I didn't God. realize Cream Hunt was in his deal. I I thought it was just straight up a first for Rugs. That's so bad.
0: That's Ross Holman bad. We oh man. We
1: we should have done this at the beginning of the podcast. Jesus Christ.
0: Oh my God.
1: That's that's. I so didn't
0: a, I forgot about that trade.
2: I I don't remember that. I don't want to remember it.
0: So wait, yeah. what what was that first round pick again?
2: So he got.
0: Was that one seven?
2: So it's he traded Scavelli's 2021 20, for that's one pack. seven because Dustin has yeah. one seven.
0: Holy shit! So one seven Kareem hunting a third for Henry Ruggs, James.
1: That's 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 <laughs> rug for it's rug. not good. That's not good.
0: That's a rug for rugs right there. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit! Jeez. I can't even. I, I'm gonna need a drink of water. Hold on,
1: that boy needs some milk.
0: <laughs> I need there would be milk in this yeah. fucking Bucky's water cup.
1: <laughs> that's why you never go back to the carpet store, Morty. <laughs>
0: okay Jay, that was that was fire all right I'm ga- i think we're gonna just quickly go off these last few here and then right. hopefully they're we're not going. as bad as that
2: all right here we go all right uh wait i need the time stamp we need the time stamp got to have the timestamp. stamp september 18th 5 1 p.m pre-dinner alex Moran just got off of work he's going to Moose.
1: it's five o'clock right. somewhere. <laughs> he's going he's
0: going
2: to fairway all right yeah that's true yeah all right. <laughs> Tibbs receives OJ Howard. Alex receives Tony Pollard. It's fine.
1: That one's fine, actually. Yeah. actually that that's, one's probably fine. The, that's, that's probably the
0: that's probably the most equal value trade I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> yeah,
2: that's the rare long
0: player long. for player trade. But that never
2: happens. Right. We'll keep rolling here. Uh, October 10th, 117 PM, mid lunch.
0: No, he's mid-lunch. no, that's not mid lunch. He's driving somebody and making this move at the same time. He's doing
1: this with his yeah, right he's, hand. He's, Driving Grandpa Joe all the way down to Fort Myers for his <laughs> doctor appointment.
0: Yeah, and on the way, he's he's pulling the strings on this trade.
2: Here we go. I receive Mike Davis in a 2021 fourth rounder. Alex receives a 2023 third round pick. That's one. Eh,
1: yeah. I mean, <laughs> what and you? Yeah, in a couple weeks. He, my, it, that was a good trade for. You know you, because you needed the value during the year. But for Alex, it's like I mean, hey. without
0: without Davis, do you make do you make it to the championship game? Probably not, right? Probably, I mean, probably
2: not. He, I traded for him middle of the year. That was before Jonathan Taylor popped off. And oh yeah, I think Clyde was hurt for a few weeks. Most hurt was hurt. I had no running backs midseason, so worked out for me. All right. Okay, that trade is fine. Here we go. Last one. October fourteenth, eleven twenty-seven a.m. Another lunchtime trade. This guy guy works through lunches like it's no big deal. Yeah. Big, big trade coming in. Alex receives Cole Komet. Dustin, relative, just trade partner with Alex, apparently. I didn't know this. Uh, Dustin receives Darnell Mooney.
0: I like that trade for Dustin. I like like Darnell Mooney. Big Mooney fan. Swapping
1: Bears players. I love it. I hate that, it's but just, I love it. It's just like a nothing tra- yeah, just like random guys in the Bears who will never hit cuz they refuse to in- invest in offense. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, so that's it for the trades then. And I think that's it for this episode. We're going to we're going to log off here, but thank you James for joining us for this episode. And, yeah, but you know, we couldn't pick anybody better to have on this podcast for Alex's <laughs> team review than his arch rival, so
1: <laughs> Of course. No, I was ha- ha- happy to join.
0: All right, everyone. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye, guys.
2: Bye.